Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, this is really, um, this is a tough time. I, I, I don't, uh, I don't mean to be dramatic here. Uh, we're not, uh, filming some movie, but we had a rough morning here in the house, uh, the Bongino household. You just can't get away from this stuff. So... It's going to be an interesting show today. You're all going to have to pick a side soon. Every single one of you. You cannot avoid the fights ahead. I'm very sorry to have to tell you that. You're all going to have to pick a side. All right, let's get to it. Don't want to skip our normal routine because we do have a show to put on. I have a lot of material. Today's show brought to you by our friends at ExpressVPN. You have a right to privacy online. Protect it today. Get a VPN at expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Producer Joe, we've been doing your Friday routine outside of really dastardly events and awful times, and we're going to do it again today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Please start us off with your traditional Friday bang, so to say. It's Friday! (laughs) Yeah! Well, that was an unusually uh, loud one, which is okay. I needed that because I've been in an unusually bad mood this morning because of everything going on. So, But we are going to do what we do here. All right, let me get right to it. Not waste any more time. Thank you, Joe, for warming my soul a little bit there. All right, today's show brought to you by our friends at AMAC. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we live in trying times. I just said that. Being conservative puts us under fire every day. You cannot avoid these fights, but we're not alone. There are millions of us, and one group stands out, and I'm proud to have him here, and I'm not messing with you. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. AMAC is a conservative alternative to the other 50-plus groups out there. They're not on your team. AMAC is. Joining AMAC sends a statement now. It not only gives you access to money-saving benefits like special group rates on car insurance, cell phone plans, financial products, and more, but AMAC membership also gets you a great bi-monthly magazine filled with content and analysis not available anywhere else. AMAC gives you what the mainstream media won't, the truth. If you care about our future as much as me, then join AMAC today. Don't wait. Don't send your money to those other groups. They're not on your team. Help them fight for individual liberty, free speech, freedom of religion, free markets, a solvent nation, and the values we all hold dear. Over 2 million people have joined AMAC. I can't encourage you in strong enough terms to stand with them by joining AMAC today at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. The benefits are great. The cause is even greater. AMAC dot U-S. AMAC is better, better for you, better for America, better for all of us, and better for our values. AMAC.us. Go today, folks. All right, Joe, ring that bell, buddy. Let's go. No, here we don't go. I did not hear your bell. I don't know. What happened? Oh. No. Come on. I need my bell. She's not firing. Ding, ding, ding. ding, ding. Now I I got to do a verbal bell. You better fix that bell. Sometimes we have technical. Maybe it needs an oil change or something. All right, listen, let me get to this because this is serious stuff. I'm sorry. Folks, listen, as I said in the beginning of the show, and I'll tell you now, there are no elements to this segment. Not going to be any fancy graphics. There's not going to be any videos. It's only going to be me talking to you. I was in my house this morning. Something happened. And out of the interest of my daughter and our privacy, I'm going to, it's nothing horrible, but it's something happened. And it really hit home for my wife and I this morning. In our own house, again, this has been inescapable. You are going to have to pick a side soon. I'm deeply sorry to tell you that. I mean that. 
because we all thought that there was always one side, Team America. There isn't. Team America is a side, but that's our side. That's not the other side. They're not interested in this anymore. I'll give you an idea of what happened, but someone we know posted something on Facebook and some other things happen involving people in my neighborhood and others. There are people under massive pressure right now. Regular, average, American patriotic citizens like you and I who've done nothing wrong. They vote, they love their country, but their life isn't all about politics. Their life's about work, their life's about God, their life's about their job, their life's about their kids. Joe and I and Paula and Drew, this is all, this is what we do. This is our job and we don't run from it. And even though sometimes it gets to be a little mentally stressful, I love what I do. But this is not the soccer moms and the working moms and dads out there. Their lives are about supporting their families, going to church on Sunday, maybe having a night out to eat with the kids on Friday night at the local pizza joint. They don't want to be bombarded with political, ideological indoctrination all the time. I regret to inform you with the greatest of regret. You will not be able to escape that anymore. America has been deeply polarized by media propagandists and gaslighters and liberals who just, they are not on the, whatever side America's on, they're on the other side. There's no escape in this anymore. There are kids, teenagers, people in my own home under massive pressure to succumb to false media narratives, to outwardly show support for people who've come out with messages like pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. What do we want? Dead cops. When do we want them now? One of those cops was me. I've lost friends. You know, it's amazing. It's everyone has a right now, the snowflake crowd to not be offended. Right. But my family, everyone, my daughter, my neighbors, if they don't succumb to a narrative and openly pledge allegiance raise their hand and swear an oath to the allegiance of a group that's called for dead cops now. And if we don't do that, we're all of a sudden, we're the racists? Us? My wife is from Colombia. She happens to be a minority. She's a first-generation immigrant. My daughter is Hispanic and Italian. You're, we're the problem? You want dead cops, you got them. You got your dead cops. And now if we don't like lemmings fall off a cliff and blindly support these groups, we're the problem? Listen, man, I'm telling you right now, this fight's coming to your house too, and I wish it didn't. Every generation has had its battles. This one's coming and knocking on your door. I wish it weren't, folks. You don't need this right now. You should be able to go to work, earn a solid living for your kids. Maybe if you're lucky, pass them down a couple thousand dollars and maybe the deed to your house if you're lucky. Be able to feed your kids, go out to eat once in a while, catch a movie, take a vacation every couple of years. That's what the American dream was. That's not the American dream anymore for the other side of this equation. Their dream is nonstop boycotts, political pressure calling people racist, pressuring them, harassing them in their own communities. 
This has been my life for 10 years now. I'm used to it. My kids aren't. This fight's coming to your door. Paula said something to me this morning. And believe me when I tell you, if Paula knows politics because she's here in this show with me every day, she sits right there. She has to listen to it. She likes it sometimes. Sometimes she doesn't. Sometimes she disagrees with me on issues. It happens actually often. I get mad at her when she does. She gets mad at me back because I get mad at her about politics. You'd agree with that, right? She's like, why do you got to bring that home? But she said something to me this morning. Talking about this pressure on all my neighbors, everyone in my community. Every, we live in a relatively bipartisan place, about 50% Republican, 50%. But the pressure, the pressure to have to say and pledge allegiance to groups you know have done wrong or else you're the racist. You will pledge allegiance to Black Lives Matter no matter what. No, I won't. Ever. But we'll pressure your kids. We'll make you an outcast in the community. What, you don't support? You don't support the, 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 the hauling out of the President of the United States being ripped out of the White House by force? No, no, I don't support any of that insanity. You must be a fascist. Paula said to me, is this really the world you want to live in now? Where if you don't use your Instagram account to post a, 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 uh, an Instagram post in, in blind support of a group that has openly called for dead cops, that you were somehow the racist? You know, the precinct I worked in, the 7-5 precinct in East New York, was probably close to half minority police officers. You realize that? You want them dead too? You know what it's like to go to a police funeral? You ever consider that? You know what, ladies and gentlemen? Black lives do matter. Every single life matters. Hispanic lives matter. White lives matter. But you are not going to pressure me into segregating the world into your boxes, which is the very essence of racism. And pretending that any group of people, based on sex, the melanin component of their skin, where they were born, takes priority over any other group of people. That is the very essence of xenophobia, racism, and misogyny. Do you understand what you're saying? You ever been to a police funeral? When you were screaming, what do we want, dead cops? When do we want them now? You ever see what happens with the little kids when they give them the flag? You ever see that? You ever see videos of that? Guy making maybe 40K a year. What do you think he was doing it for? You think he was doing it for the dough? What do you think they make? Four or 500,000? They'll probably retire if they're lucky with less than a couple hundred thousand dollars in a 401K. If they're lucky. You ever see that kid? Usually, because most cops, there's an age requirement for cops, so most of their kids are quite young. You know why when you see those police funerals, most of the kids are between five and 10? Because most of the younger police officers haven't been promoted yet and are the ones out on the street on the front lines. You ever think any of this through? You ever wonder why at those police funerals, when they give that folded flag to the sons and daughters of police officers killed in the line of duty, putting their butts on the line for you? You ever wonder why they're always young? It's because it's the young police officers that are out on the street They're the ones 
putting themselves between the gunfire and you. They're the ones doing the drug raids. That's why their kids are young. You ever see that? You know what it's like to work in a job, as I said in front of Congress the other day, where you know you get a text or an email from a buddy of yours, and it always starts like this every time. Hey, Dan, remember so-and-so? And the next line is always this. Yeah, he's in the hospital. He was shot last night. He was attacked by a perp last night. Or, yeah, yeah, he's dead. He was run over by a car. Killed a drunk driver. Shot. Stabbed. You know what it's like to get those texts like three or four times a year? From friends of yours who were federal agents and cops? To the Black Lives Matter crowd that proclaimed you want dead cops now. You know what that's like? What do you do for a living? I'm curious. What do you do? You architects, pilots? What do you do? You work in sanitation? What do you do? I'm, I'm curious. Can you imagine in your line of work, you work for an airline, whatever it may be, that you get a text a few times a year that that guy or that woman you worked with a few weeks ago, yeah, they're dead. They got attacked by a passenger and they're dead. Can you, you get those texts a lot? No, you don't, right? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think so. Listen, we're all going to lose a bit of skin in this. Okay. You're all going to take a punch. I have, there's a fight going on behind the scenes right now with my show. And many of you have emailed me, you know, I'm exactly what I'm talking about. We're going to lose some skin in this. Everybody's going to lose. You're all going to skin your knees. You're all going to scrape up your elbows. You're all going to take a gut punch here. But you're living at an inflection point in American history, a legitimate inflection point where everything's about to change. And if we don't speak the truth right now and show strength against the horde of public pressure against us to say things you absolutely know are wrong, then it's over. There will be no arc of history in our favor. It will be over. You will lose friends. Listen to me, please. You will lose friends. You may lose family members. You will face public pressure, whether on social media, as the horde comes for you. And what I'm talking about is the horde of public opinion pressuring you to say things you know are wrong on a number of different issues. You will be shamed by your neighbors for doing nothing wrong. But you got to take a stand. I have a very unique last name. Thanks to you, it's come with tremendous benefits in my life. You've graced me with, and the Lord himself. I'm not kidding. It's a great honor to walk around at CPAC and elsewhere and have people tell you, you know, your show really moved me and changed the way I thought about things. I, it's an honor I can't even describe to you. You think about it. And you, I used to walk upstairs to the hotel rooms we were at, speaking engagements or conventions. And, you know, I'd say to Paula, you know what that's like for someone to tell you that? But there's a downside too. I have a unique last name. So anybody identified with me who knows me is probably related. 
There aren't many Bonginos out there. And they're going to have to take it too. Again, from the mass of people engaged in unbelievable pressure campaigns to make them say things they absolutely know is wrong. This is the time for strength. Just remember, ladies and gentlemen, we're on the right side of this. This show and many of you out there, police officers too, were the first ones to reach out when Mr. Floyd was killed and say that was wrong. Regardless of what happened before, that should not have happened then. We spoke out. I spoke out. I told you on this show. When the handcuffs are on and that fight stops, that fight is over. We're professional police officers. And what happened that day was a disgrace. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to make a court case on it, you go right ahead. I'm not interested in what happened before. You can arrest Charles Manson or the worst child molester on the planet. When those handcuffs are on, that fight stops. It is over. We're not bouncers. We are professionals. And police officers who email me knew that. We spoke out against this. I ran for office. I went out there and put my name, put my butt on the line on a ballot, advocating for school choice. I was the one out there in Baltimore City, in Lexington Market, shaking hands every day with people who were never going to vote for me. Who, yes, happened to be black and Hispanic because it mattered to me. We're the ones advocating for good, strong economic growth. So black fathers and mothers can feed their kids and not have to worry every day if, uh, if some check's going to show up. They don't need that. I've been the one on this show the entire time. You've been the one talking about big R, God-given rights for everyone. Black, white, Hispanic, Asian, doesn't matter. We've been talking about that, not them. Please, with great respect, stand up now. This fight is coming to your door too. It's time for strength right now. Draw the line. Do not be pressured or bullied. We're going to, listen, we're involved in this too. Maybe I can explain more later. Just not now. Out of respect for others involved. It's not that I'm hiding anything from my audience. I never do that. It's just out of the respect for others who, I don't want their names used right now because they haven't given me permission. There's a lot going on with my show, my family, my neighborhood, everything. Don't be pressured. All right. Take a quick uh, breather here for this. The deception's just everywhere, too. Um, it's almost hard to believe. The lies and the media propagandizing and the gaslighting and the efforts to just destroy and decimate this country. All right, we'll get a little bit lighter. Let me take a break. We'll do a quick sponsor here and we'll get back. And I want to talk about how the deception is just everywhere. And it's really disturbing. Thanks for your patience with that. I'm, I don't mean to sound in any way depressing, but it's a warning. And I want you all to be prepared. That fight is definitely coming to your door. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at BCM. Ladies and gentlemen, BCM, Bravo Company Manufacturing, was started in a garage by a Marine veteran more than two decades ago. Bravo Company Manufacturing builds a professional grade product built to combat standards. It's because BCM believes the same level of protection should be provided to every American, regardless if you're a private citizen, you're in our military, a law enforcement professional, or otherwise. BCM is not, is not, I know you're not supposed to tell people what you're not, but this is important. They're not a sporting arms company. You want a hunting rifle? That's fine. They're great. There are other companies that do that. That's not BCM. BCM designs, engineers, and manufactures life-saving equipment. That's what they do. They assume that when a rifle or firearm leaves their shop, it will be used in a life or death situation, God forbid, by a responsible citizen. It has to function, and they know that. They know that. Quality is all that matters to them. 
they feel, <clears throat> excuse me, they feel it's their moral responsibility to put people before their products and to provide tools that will not fail the end user when it's not just a paper target. But God forbid someone coming to do you or your family harm. Ladies and gentlemen, please check out BCM. If you're in the market for a firearm, go to Bravo Company M, like Mary, F like Frank, G.com, like G is in George. Bravo Company MFG.com. Bravo Company MFG.com. Check out their terrific, top of the line, life saving products today. They have special offers and upcoming news. That's Bravo Company MFG.com. Please check out their YouTube channel as well to find out more about the people who make their products. Go to youtube.com slash Bravo Company USA. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the finest rifles and firearms on the market. Uh, big supporter. I have a couple of them myself. Go to Bravo Company MFG.com and check them out today. So ladies and gentlemen, the gaslighting never ends. It doesn't stop. Again, there's a narrative to be promoted out there and the narrative in the media, which is being sucked up by lemmings, uh, like a former friend of mine who don't know any better, sadly, at this point. The narrative to be sucked up is that the Republicans are the racists, despite the fact that we've been the ones fighting for big R, God-given rights and opportunity for everyone. But that's not the narrative the media wants, and they will do anything, anything to lie to you and to get you to believe what's not happening actually is, as if your eyes are the ones lying to you. What do I mean? Let me play a video by the absolutely grotesque liar, documented liar, fraud, spygate hoaxer, a collusion hoaxer, um, and uh, quarantine-breaking Chris Cuomo. Remember him, uh, Joe, emerging from the basement from quarantine oh, yes. on CNN? Uh, meanwhile, he had run into mm -hmm. a guy. Remember him? And uh, the week before, he'd been, he had a scuffle with a biker outside of his bed. Right. He was supposed to be in quarantine because he had the coronavirus. So, you know, Chris is a liar. Um, his brother's a liar, Andrew Cuomo. That's what they do. So Chris Cuomo decided to do a segment last night, again, trying to instigate racial division in this country instead of actually heal it. Some of the members of Congress I testified in front of on the Democrat side wanted to do that too. They had zero interest in healing a racial divide in this country because they, CNN and others in these networks actively profit by telling you how bad it is, hoping they'll get your eyeballs on the screen and they can sell ads. That's what they do. So CNN had this segment last night where Chris Cuomo wants to talk about the uh, condition of black America economically. But if you'll notice, if you're paying attention to what he says, and I'm sorry, because this is on, on our YouTube, youtube.com slash Bungie. If you're watching, it'll be clear. If you're listening on audio though, you may still pick up what he said. I want you to listen to this and how he deceptively talks about the condition of black America economically by using a very specific cutoff date. Check this out more on the other side. White people make more money than blacks do, period. Even if they have the same level of education even if they're in the same jobs. In fact, that fundamental divide is as wide now as it was the year Dr. King was shot. Did you see it? Now, some of you on the audio, you may say, well, he's trying to make the point that black America is suffering far worse than white America and it's all getting worse. But did you notice if you're watching the YouTube, you got to cheat a little bit. Did you notice when those graphs he's using stop? 2016. Huh. You think I'm kidding? You can rewind that and play it again if you'd like. You're on the, you all out there, you podcast listeners and YouTube watchers that watch our show, watch it on Bongino.com. That's always an option for you too, by the way, on our own website. We put that out there. You can see it. The graph stops in 2016. Yeah. Joe. No. You, you didn't? Yeah. You were, seriously? Didn't you messed with, you didn't catch it? Yeah, I bet a lot of people that. didn't. 
You, can you play it again? Yeah. Paula, cue that up again if you don't mind. Play this video, watch, folks. Now, if you watch, if you listen, listen on the audio, but if you're watching it, I want you to look at the chart he puts up and look <laughs> at the date the graph stops. Play that again. White people make more money than blacks do, period, even if they have the same level of education, even if they're in the same jobs. In fact, that fundamental divide is as wide now as it was the year Dr. King was shot. You see it? Paula's yeah. got it on pause. Go to our YouTube, folks. YouTube.com slash Bungino. Look at where it ends. 2016. Joe, um, I remember election night. Well, you and I were, uh, you know, working mm -hmm. hard together on election night. Election night was 2016, right? And who got, uh, did he, who won that? Was Trump, it Hillary Trump. or Trump? I missed it. Think, come Trump, on. Yeah, don't mess Trump this up. Trump, it. thank <laughs> you. I forgot. I, I, How about yeah, that? Thank you. The jury's ruled it is Donald Trump. Joe's correct. I missed that. I've been hibernating for the past few years. Um, interesting that they cut that off. So just to be clear, Chris Cuomo in his efforts to inflame racial division in the country, because that's what they do. He has zero interest in solving the problems of the black community in America. His point is that black community, you've never had it worse. Never. He doesn't tell you, by the way, it's actually better if you're listening on audio because he hasn't mentioned 2016. So you're pro you, you being confused because you were just listening is even better because I had to tell you what he's talking about ended in 2016 when Donald Trump became president. Now, you know what's fascinating about this? You would think Cuomo, who's a dishonest, lying hack, we already know this. It's already been established. He's not an honest human being. You would think he would have checked CNN's own website. Remember, his the point he's trying to make here, which is a lie in his gaslighting and it's Russian-Soviet propaganda, is Donald Trump, forget it. Black community, the uh, black men and women out there, you've never had it worse. It took me all of, Joe, I'm not kidding, probably seven to <laughs> 10 seconds, because I'm a slow uh -huh. typer on my iPhone, to put in mm -hmm. CNN, black unemployment under Trump. I'm not a good mm -hmm. typer on my iPhone, Paul, I can tell you that. I'm a, I'm a fat fingerer like you've never seen. And this came up right away. Chris didn't do so. This is CNN. Black unemployment rate falls to record low. Notice the date of the article, right. 2019, right before the Wuhan virus hit. So it's fascinating that Chris Cuomo cuts off his data in 2016 before Trump's elected. And all he had to go was go to CNN's own website and put black unemployment under Trump. And he would have found out that black unemployment was at a record, record low. No, not record low under Trump. Record low under Trump. Yeah. You get the difference? I'm going to talk about record low in September during the now three years of the Trump administration, three and a half. A record low ever under Trump. Chris left that out. Chris hasn't figured out the great Google machine. Doesn't he have producers? Does he have fact checkers? Any of that? Listen, I work at Fox. I'm telling you right now. Listen, every news outlet makes mistakes. We made one the other with the Bush. Sure. Everybody does. You correct them. It happens all the time. But I'm telling you, at Fox and elsewhere, you're going to put something like that out there. Someone's going to call you on it. 100%. Oh, Dan, you worked. You have to. I don't have to say anything. Anything. Nobody tells me to say anything. I don't have anything written in my contract. You must defend Fox. It's, that's not what it's like over there. I'm telling you the truth. They are not going to let you go on the air and say something that is ridiculous and misleading because they're going to get humiliated. 
But because the left-wing media supports this lying hack, Cuomo, with his videos doing the tricep extensions. Remember that? You ever see that one? Said, video me doing my tricep. What a pathetic little slob. But because Cuomo can go on the air and deceive you about the condition of black America, which has improved remarkably under Donald Trump, nobody's going to check Chris Cuomo but us. The left-wing media, it fits right into their narrative, their division narrative. Black America, let's pit them against white America. These are artificial divisions. The overwhelming majority of white America, as you define them, are good, upstanding people who don't look at black America as black America. They look at them as Americans. You see skin color. The overwhelming majority of Americans don't see what you see. They see people. They're always our outcasts. They're always going to have people who don't see it the same way. And that's a stain on your everlasting soul that I hope you fix. And I hope you find God one day. If you really believe someone's character is determined by the melanin component of their skin, then I'm ashamed for you. I really am. This isn't some virtue signaling segment to tell you, oh, look, I've got my own sins, folks. I've got, I've got my own trials and travails to deal with every day of my life. But that is not America. That is not what we do. Listen, I'll be honest with you. I live in a largely, largely white county. It is. White and Hispanic, a lot of Cuban residents. I live in Martin County, Florida. Church I go to has a few members who happen to be black. Not many. I have never once, ever once, seen those families walk in there be anything other than welcome. And I don't recall anyone ever saying to me, oh, look, it's a black family. It's a family in that church with us. It's disgraceful what CNN and Cuomo did and what they do every day. They lied to you. They lied to you to make you believe that you somehow, if you happen to be a black American, that you live in a far different America, that President Trump is coming for you. It's getting worse. No, it was getting better. But if it was getting better under a Republican president, that doesn't fit their narrative. So they lie and they will never be checked on it. Except here. The lying doesn't stop, folks. The lying doesn't stop ever. This is going to be one of those shows where we shred liberal myths because it's important. I told you there's a fight ahead and that fight's coming to your door and I mean it. And I regretfully tell you that because you don't need this right now. Some people just want to be left alone. Take their piece of Americana with them and just leave me alone. You can't. You will not be left alone anymore. Through social media and public pressure, you will be pressured. And the way to fight back is with the truth. Even when speaking the truth is painful because of the, the, the pressure and the tidal wave coming the other way. To say things you know aren't true. Here's another example. Washington Examiner, great article by Corey DeAngelis, who I suggest you follow on Twitter. He does some really terrific work on the civil rights issue of our time, school choice. There are two Americas for black America. And you know who's creating those two Americas? Liberals who don't want black children to get the education a lot of white children get in this country. So he has a piece in the Washington Examiner. Please look it up in the show notes and read it, please. 
Bongino.com slash newsletters, our show notes. Please read this, or you can just check it out at the examiner. It's up to you. I'm, either way, it's just important to me you read it. No, we haven't defunded education for years by Corey DeAngelis and Matthew Nielsen. Corey's done great work on education spending and education funding. Now, why does this matter now? You may say, Dan, I don't get it. You started the show, this fight's coming to our door. Then you talked, obviously, about race relations and CNN doing everything they can to inflame race relations. How does this fit in with that and what happened with Mr. Floyd and the racial divisions being propagated by division artists in this country these days? Because, folks, one of the arguments out there in the Twitter social media system being used to bully you and pressure you to support groups that say, what do we want, dead cops? When do we want them now? The pressure campaigns, they're being fostered and advocated for by people who use talking points that are false. Oh, Trump was devastating for black America in the economy. What do you mean? You mean the same Trump who the lowest level of black unemployment in American history was under his administration? You mean that one? That doesn't comport with your reality, does it? Doesn't matter. Just lie to people. Well, the new talking point about education is this. Defund the police. Fund the schools. They've been underfunded, Joe. What? Underfunded. We haven't spent really? money on schools. We're funding. So because understand yeah, what's yeah. going on. And Joe, audience referee hat here. Please see where I'm going. I want you to see through and clear the fog. The left exists solely on propaganda and lies. Nothing they tell you is true. But they pressure people who are now going to go on Facebook. I support this or that group. Because I was told Donald Trump is targeting black America. Not true. I support uh, defunding the police, even though quietly I know it's dumb because we need the money in schools. We're overfunding police and we're not funding our schools. It's all a lie. From Corey's piece. Here's screenshot one. So we're underfunding schools? Really? Quote, on average, the United States currently spends over $15,000 per student each year. And inflation-adjusted K-12 education spending per student has increased by 280% since 1960, when education, ironically, was better. I added that last part. Quote, in California, where the previously mentioned football coach resides, it was a football coach who tweeted out, you know, we're not funding enough in education. Inflation-adjusted spending on K-12 education in California has increased by 129% since 1970. Furthermore, data from the Census Bureau shows that nearly a third of all state budget expenditures go toward education. This fight's coming to your door. They're going to have their talking points. They're going to have their white papers, these leftists, and they are going to pressure you. But they are going to pressure you with lies. Trump has destroyed the black American economy. No, the opposite is true. It's never been better than under Trump. We're defunding education and inner city communities and funding police officers to arrest people in a prison pipeline. That's completely false. Education spending in this country has exploded. Triple digit. Triple digit expansions in, expen in, in education expenditures. Now, don't worry. I've got all your bases covered. You may be saying, well, fair enough, Dan. We've spent more on education, but we're not spending enough because the results are not there. And obviously, obviously, according to the leftist narrative, more spending on education equals better results. No. 
That's a lie too. We can actually do the data analysis on that and show that, can't we? If your hypothesis, which is testable, you know, science libs, you know how that works? Science, data, numbers, arithmetic, you know, I, to the I'm, I'm talking to liberals. <laughs> of course you don't know how that works. To the sane people out there and the conservatives and the sound sane Democrats too. There are many who listen to my show. And thank you. Who do math. Forget the, I get it. Facts and reason aren't your thing. There are things called hypotheses you can test. More education spending will lead to better results. Well, we can test results using academic testing, and we can obviously document via counting how much we're spending. We can correlate those two variables. Liberals, more spending, better results. Okay, so let's check that out from Corey's piece. What does the data actually say? Quote, there is a particularly pernicious myth in the education debate. This is a particularly pernicious myth, excuse me, debate in the debate because increased education spending generally isn't associated with better results. Stanford University economist Eric Henyashek reviewed nearly 400 studies on the topic, 400 studies on the topic, 400, and concluded that there is not a strong or consistent relationship between student performance and school resources. This is only the show for you if you're interested in data, science, facts, and the real world. You want to succumb to bullying campaigns and pressure? Believe me, there's a fight about to start in this house. I'm not talking about between me and Paula, but there's a fight about to start in this house. I'm leaving the details out out of respect for my family. That is going to get really nasty today. And it is based on nothing but lies. There's universal agreement, ladies and gentlemen. Real justice matters for everyone. Black men, black women, Hispanic men, Hispanic women, immigrants to this country, native-born citizens, Muslims, Jews, Christians, all of us. We live under one flag and one set of rules in this republic. The country has a scarred history with race. We should never run from that. We shouldn't hide our history. We shouldn't hide our scars. That matters. I can't say this to you enough. There are Americans alive today who suffered the indignity of having to sit at a counter in a restaurant that said colored on it. Had a drink from separate water fountains. That was a disgrace. But hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people fought that. Hundreds of thousands were killed or injured in a war to end the scars of slavery. It says a lot that the most disgusting thing, label, you can tar someone with in this country today. That's a, it's a career killer. It's a social network killer. It is you're done and finished. It says a lot that the most powerfully destructive label you can tar someone with is to be a racist. Think about that. That's why the left uses it. If you are one, you deserved it and the consequences that come with it. But if you're not, your life's about to be destroyed for something you did nothing wrong. Kneel before no one. You don't owe anyone a knee. You owe the Lord a knee. And ladies and gentlemen, you don't owe anyone an apology if you did nothing wrong. You owe them a legitimate fight for their big R God-given rights. We owe them that. 
We do. We need to stand for something too. But what's happening in this country right now and these pressure campaigns are a disgrace. And we're not going anywhere. You do whatever you want to this show. We are not going anywhere and we are going to speak the truth no matter what. There's nothing you're going to do to intimidate us on this topic. I'm warning you right now. You picked the wrong fight. All right. Can get to a little bit of lighter stuff. It's been a heavy show. My blood pressure. Hold on. My pulse rate's probably like a 95 right now. All right. All right. Let's say one last sponsor, and I got some video on Jimmy and Joe. We'll have it. It's Friday. And, you know, I don't. We'll end this uh, show today on a couple of. Um, one of them semi amusing. One of them tragically ridiculous, but still worth covering. We got an update on Chaz, Joe. Chaz. Oh, yeah. Oh, Chaz. Who, Chaz, that kid I grew up with? No, Joe, not Chaz. No. You grew up with Chaz, the new country uh, that Tucker Carlson declared last night. You know, Chaz, the uh, Capitol Hill ahead. Autonomous Zone in Seattle we covered. Yes, there's a new country in the United States. Do you know that, now. Joe? <laughs> As someone said to me this morning on Twitter, this is hilarious, Joe. So Chaz, you know where Antifa took over a portion of Seattle and, the, hey. and portions of Black Lives Matter? They just took it over and declared a new country. Um Someone said, if you go and negotiate with them, are you violating the Logan Act? That's a great point. Whoa. That's a great point. Can you be arrested oh. on the Logan Mike Flynn would. Mike Flynn, General Flynn, not a joke. <laughs> I know you've been subjected to the world's worst framing campaign ever. General, please do not go to Chaz. The, uh, the, Jim Comey will come out of the woodwork trying to lock you up for the Logan Act again. Stay. I don't mean to make a joke of this, but I got to laugh a little bit. Stay out of Chaz. I got that. I also got a Biden video. Guy cannot get out of his own way. I'm really sorry. It's, oh, it's, dude. Joe and I are usually disturbed by the yeah. Biden. We're not even kidding. It's sad to watch. It really is. This guy is just not there. All right. Today's show brought to you also by friends at Omaha Steaks. There is no better Father's Day gift. You want to make dad smile a little bit? Have him take a picture. He's eating one of his delicious, tender, perfectly aged Omaha Steaks. We love him in this house. The only reason I dislike this read is because I love Omaha Steaks and it makes my mouth water and it really makes the read hard to get through because I'm always hungry when I read it. Omaha Steaks will deliver the world's best steaks and a huge variety of other favorites directly to your father's door right now for Dad's Day. Right now, Omaha Steaks is offering our listeners access to a variety of amazing packages perfect to send a dad for Father's Day. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter the promo code Bongino into the search bar. Don't forget, you'll see the great options available. Many include free shipping and a free one-pound package. They're perfectly cured, incredibly thick. Applewood, smoked steak, cut bacon. My gosh, you fry that bacon up in the kitchen, you are going to have people and neighbors running over knocking on your door. There are a lot of packages available perfect for dad. They're all ready to be shipped straight to your door in time for Father's Day. Omaha Steaks is a variety of Father's Day packages. They include world-famous Omaha Steaks, aged at least 21 days for tenderness and hand-carved to perfection, burgers, franks, sausages, and other favorites, perfect for grilling. <laughs> Premium poultry and pork cut by Omaha Steaks butchers. You see, <laughs> I've been waiting, You dude. guys are killing me. I can't read this thing because I'm getting hungry already. You're waiting for the swallow, aren't you? Because you know what's happening. And they're individually sealed for freshness and flavor. Tasty and easy to make side dishes. It makes Drew laugh too, because he knows I can't get through this ad because it makes me hungry. No work, one-step family meals, artisan desserts, and much more. Right now, Father's Day packages are ready to order, ready to ship. Include Many include free shipping and a free pound of their steak cut bacon. They deliver guaranteed quality and safety with every order. So send dad a gift of food. I love this year. Go to omahasteaks.com, type on Gino in the search bar, shop, uh, sh search bar, shop for Father's Day today. Omahasteaks.com, type on Gino in the search bar. You will not regret it. Love that stuff. I like it's, how you always laugh because you're waiting. I, I, you're did. waiting for me because you know waiting. I have to swallow. Because I can't. My, My mouth too. waters like crazy. I love this stuff. You've yeah, eaten it. You know it what does. it's like. It's delicious. 
We love Omaha. And I'm a meat eater. I love it. Which killed me because if I may take a note of personal <laughs> privilege unrelated to Omaha. Many of you know I said I had a health issue. In my, I had a really bad stomach ulcer. I don't know if it was stress. I don't know. But I'm almost done with it. It took a while to heal. And I don't know if you know this, but you would think like, oh, drinking milk and stuff is good if you have an ulcer. I coach the stomach. No, no, that's not what happens. Anything, mm. I drink whole milk. I don't eat that skim milk garbage. I don't know, skim, whatever. That's like white water, like powdered water. I drink the real McCoy. Milk, it turns out, is one of the worst. I'm not a doctor. I'm medical advice. I'm just telling you it's one of the worst things for it all. And fat, oh, yeah. forget it. So I'm sitting here at home one night and I had... um Salmon, really fatty salmon, not from Omaha, from one of the local restaurants. And gosh, I was, I was like, did I get like uh, food poisoning or something? No one else was sick. And that's how I found that I had an ulcer. I was so, I was like, oh, huddled over my, it felt like someone was stabbing me in the stomach. That's how I found out. So note, if you ever get an ulcer, do not eat fatty foods, which killed me because the last couple of weeks I've had to eat yeah. slimmer cuts of meat. I like ribeye. I like ribeye. I don't like sirloin. I, I like I like sirloin. I'm just a bigger fan of ribeye. And I can't eat a ribeye. Oh, and man. it's driving me insane. And mm -hmm. I like burgers. Burgers. I don't want to eat soy burgers, tofu burgers, mystery meat burgers. Not my thing. Enough on that. Back to the show. Gosh, this show has been a yes, roller coaster, sir. has it not? <laughs> Getting back to Biden. <laughs> Thank you for your patience with me, Joe. You always handle that well. Um, Joe and I feel really bad for Biden. I'm not, I'm not going to vote for the guy. I obviously want to see him lose. Bad. I think his policy positions are terrible. But I'd be lying to you, folks, if I said any personal animus. I don't. That's a leftist thing. People want, want to see Trump get run over by a bus and stuff. You're, that's your deal, okay? You deal with your own issues. That's not my thing. I don't want to see the man hurt. I don't want to see any of that, obviously. It's sad to watch. This guy is not all there. This is Biden yesterday, but he's running for president. And it's fair enough to say, well, if he's not all there, how's he going to be the commander in chief of the military? Uh, I don't know. You're going to have to answer that. I'm not voting for him. That's your problem. Not mine. It'll be my problem if God forbid he's elected. Here is a short 10 second video of Joe Biden. He's given a speech yesterday. Uh, if you're watching on the YouTube, you'll notice like his face mask is hanging off his ear weirdly. Like he doesn't know it's there off his ear, not on his face. It's hanging on his ear like an earring. Um, and he's reading from notes. Yes, reading from notes. And he loses himself reading through the notes. I, just, just watch for yourself or listen for yourself here. Check this out. You know, the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with uh, with, uh, I don't know. Uh, <sighs> I, Folks, that is just. I don't, I don't know right, what to say. Joe, right? Is yeah. this not sad it's, to watch? I don't know what to say either. The guy is not there, folks. He's not there. Now, some of you don't like Trump because you think he's too there, like he's too involved. But whatever, your thing. I don't tell you who to vote for. I, You know who I'm supporting. I support the president. I think he's done a great job. Everybody makes their missteps. You don't like his style. That's your thing. That's, you know, I don't tell you who to vote for. I don't get that. I really don't understand how you can vote for He is not there. You may say everybody loses themselves in a speech. Well, not really. I can't recall ever a time I but but it does happen. Sometimes people lose their way. This happens to this guy all the time. I didn't even show the other cuts from that. There's a lot of viral clips from Joe that that mm -hmm. uh, presentation he did. 
He makes an allegation in there that George Floyd's death was a more important moment in history than Martin Luther King's death. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a really um, strange thing to say. Floyd's death was really tough to watch, and hopefully there'll be some changes there, and hopefully we'll get justice for the man's family. But the death of Martin Luther King was a transformative moment in our history, one of, one of the, the world's uh, greatest civil rights leaders. I, I'm not... Again, I'm not even sure Biden knew what he was saying when he said that that was gone. That got, went viral. And there's one point he confuses the location of a of an event that happened uh, to end slavery. He just doesn't seem to have it all there. And you may not even be able to if you're watching a YouTube. The thing about he, the, the mask yeah. is black, the face mask, and it blends into his suit. But if you look, you'll see it's hanging from his ear. Like he doesn't know what's on it's, it. It's this guy's not all there, folks. I'm really sorry. All right, hey, before we get to the next topic, I forgot to mention this. We do have an interview show this week. We do, which is good. I think you're really going to like this one. I taped it last night. Joe's working on it. These guys work hard. And Drew, they're putting it. It'll be out Saturday morning. It's with Stephen Moore. You may, some of you may know Stephen Moore. Some of you may not. If you don't, you should. Stephen Moore is one of President Trump's primo economic advisors. He has the presidency on economics. Stephen Moore has been around forever. I've been reading Stephen Moore's material for a long time. He's the author of the book, Trumponomics. Please listen to the show. It's, I, I think, our longest interview yet. It's about 45 minutes. It is spot on. Where the economy's going, what the president's thinking. Are we looking at inflation? It's a really great, he even gets into the coronavirus shutdown. You, I think you'd be surprised at his position. Check it out. We taped it last night. It's really great. It'll be on our YouTube channel, on our Apple channel, you know, if you're a subscriber to our podcast, which of course is always free. Check that out. All right. Uh, again, on a lighter note, because it's Friday and I don't want to bombard you with bad news. So <laughs> a jazz update. <laughs> I can't even do Started the show in tears, ending the show laughing. I, uh, I, uh, I can't, Chaz. So Chaz, of course, is the area of Seattle taken over by um, Black Lives Matter and Antifa. They've just declared they're going to start their own country in the in the. In the <laughs> Chaz is an acronym for the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, which is what they call. It. So Tucker did a brilliant segment last night on his show, talking about Chaz and uh, you know serious questions. I mean, are there going to be bilateral negotiations? Um, is President Trump going to have to sit down with the new president of Chad? Are they? Gonna, is, is there a trade deal? I mean, have we thought about anything? Are they using U.S. currency? Now, you know, Chaz, they're all about, you know, supposedly they, they want freedom and law and order, and they're so terrified of the dangerous cops that are hunting people over the communities. Of course, a nonsensical talking point. So you think Chaz, Joe, because obviously they're more civilized than all of us, the rest of America, you know, the great unwashed deplorables who are, you know, being hunted by police yep. officers every day. So, Joe, you'd assume, right, that Chaz, with the enlightened Antifa and Black Lives Matter crowd there, that they certainly have an advanced system of justice in certainly. the new country, right? Uh, okay, let's check it out. So I want you to listen to this segment here. Um, this is about a minute long. A, a little background on this, and Joe had to do some serious bleeping on this because, you know, Chaz, they cuss a little, but, you know, that's okay. It's just Chaz. They're just emotional. This is in the middle of Chaz, where a group of, what are they called? Chazians. Chazers? Chaz, Chazinians? <laughs> Chazylvanians? 
This is a group of, let's go with Chaslevanians. This is a group of Chaslevanians confronting a Chaslevanian who they think stole something from them within Chas. So remember, they have an advanced criminal justice system here. So listen to how they handle this. This is very, very civilized. And of course, they're they better than we do it with, you know, cops and stuff. Check this out. <laughs> What happened? Yeah, man. Just get what did you do? We, we know that. Yeah. That's been going on. Yeah. What happened? What? Take him back to the dude that called him that called him out, so he can explain it better. With I, I heard people yell, "Speed, speed, speed!" No, no. thief, thief. I didn't take thief. Thief. Cause he probably threw it. Who knows? No, you took something. I'm gonna beat your ass. Okay. Yeah. What did this dude steal? so the Chaslevanians, as you see, have an advanced system of justice. Now, I don't know if you heard it, but towards the end, uh, there's a guy in a Ironically, a white sweater, he throws the hood on on the white sweater. If you can watch it on the YouTube yourself yeah, with a Batman. baseball bat. Uh, he looks either white or yeah. Hispanic. I'm not sure um, of his parentage. Um, and he's saying, I will beat uh -huh. your it ends with two S's. That's Joe. Very advanced oh, system oh, of justice. Yeah, very yeah. advanced. Of course, you're accused of the accused of theft. I don't even know if the kid, <laughs> uh, you know, the Chaslevanian. I don't know if the Chaslevanian actually stole something or not. But in this, no. you don't have to be convicted. You That's go right, right to the death penalty in Chas. The Chaslevanians have a judge dread like system where a guy in a white sweater who throws his hood on, who looks white or Hispanic, approaches you with a baseball bat on a mere accusation, takes out his video and threatens to beat you basically to death. Very advanced, very advanced life forms in Chaslevania. Very advanced. This is a highly sophisticated system of justice, far beyond us petty deplorables, where, Joe, we do yeah. crazy things. This is, we do crazy. Presumption yeah. of innocence, you know, police accountability, civilian complaint review yeah. boards, that kind of stuff. <sighs> Go to Chaz. They just get the baseball bats and just beat the out of you that's that's their advanced system of justice in the antifa black lives matter run chaslevania now yes joe get ready chaz doesn't only have an advanced system of justice the baseball bat um that's it not only that they're not only advanced there joe they are advanced in agriculture too because they're smarter than you you know joe, what is joe yeah. he's an audio engineer what do i know i'm just a former cop Paula, she was a database uh, web developer. What the hell do we know? Three idiots in a room. Can't even screw in a light bulb. Look at uh, us morons, right? What the heck do we know? Got my MBA. Whatever. It must have been a paper mill somewhere. Someone just signed. Damn, Mon Gino, man. I'm a total moron. So, you know, they're smarter than us. And Joe, they're not just, again, advanced law enforcement officials with a highly sophisticated system of justice. They are also oh, farmers, man. too. To all the real farmers out there who understand the sophisticated mechanics of their soil and watering and pest control, you don't know anything. You need to go to Chaslevania and talk to the Chazians. 
There's a photo that has emerged from Chaslevania. <laughs> this is the great, keep this up. Don't go anywhere. This is the greatest photo ever of Chaslevania. So the Chaslevanians decided to get into farming. So what they did is they took a couple bags of topsoil, threw it on top of the grass, top of the grass, and then decided to not even dig holes and plant a few, I don't know, what is that, a basil? A basil plant? It looks like basil. Maybe a mint in there? I'm not really <laughs> Impressive. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Right? Thank you, Joe. Yeah. Joe, I got to tell you, our, our professional relationship may be ending what? today. Um, I may be going to Chaz because you don't know what you're doing with this audio. The Chaslevanians clearly know how to produce. They probably can even bleep their own Chaslevanian language better than you just did. I mean, what do you know? What do I know? Maybe I'll let them guest host my podcast, the Chaslevanians. They're so sophisticated in law enforcement and agriculture. What do you need me for? These are geniuses. They dumped the topsoil on top of the grass, took a couple basil plants and like dunked it in the topsoil. Holy moly. Folks, listen to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm crying again for the wrong reasons. Not like I was when we started the show. Folks, I grew up in the concrete jungle, as did Paula. Honestly, I don't know the first damn thing about agriculture. I don't. I grew up above a bar off Myrtle Avenue in Glendale, Queens. I used to cut my grass out front of my house with a scissor. Not a joke. Ask my neighbors. That's how small the patch of grass wow. was. I'm not kidding. Scissor. Took me about an hour. My neighbors used to laugh. They thought it was hilarious. It worked. But even I, city dwelling, as my friend Tim from the Secret Service, who was from, uh, he, was a, he was from Missouri, or he, has, he called it Missouri. He used to call me Big City all the time. Hey, Big City. You know who you are, Tim. Big City. He's called me Big City. Even I know that you probably have to dig a, a hole for a, for a plant. Water. <laughs> I Again, I know this is a serious subject. I don't, but it's Friday and I've had a long day and a long week, as you can well imagine. And if we don't laugh a little bit, I think we will. As Tucker said last night, he's right. I've been watching his monologues have been spot on. If we don't laugh a little bit, we're all going to break down. I mean, these guys are seriously morons. I, 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 if your kid's a part of this, please do everything you can to stop this nonsense. All right, folks. You know what? I'm going I'm to wrap that uh, today. I had a couple other things. Um, hopefully, I'll get to some of the Flynn stuff next week. But, um, you know, it's just been a heavy week. So if you don't mind, just a few minutes early, we're going to depart. Joe's been working hard, Paul and Drew, too. Uh, please check out our interview with Steve Moore. I think you'll really like hey, Listen, it's heavy on economics. I'm not going to lie to you, but I promise we make it super understandable. We make it all about your take-home pay, your wallet, and what he thinks is going to happen next. And Stephen Moore is absolutely brilliant. So please check it out. It's a long interview. We get to a lot of stuff. We'd appreciate it. And uh, please spread the word on this show. Share the content if you don't mind. It really helps us get the message out there. And subscribe to our YouTube account, youtube.com slash Bongino. It's all free. Thanks, folks. It's been a great week. Thanks for all your support. Thanks for spreading around my speech up on Capitol Hill, too, about the cops. You know I've got your back. You know it. I'm there with you. You're doing the right thing. All right, I'll see you all on Monday. Thanks a lot. Good day, sir. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.